after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everyone. Welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. New Year's resolutions. Here we go again. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Here we go again, Veeves. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. How'd you like those kids at the top of the show? So cute. So cute. This is a commercial. I think I found that commercial online. You'll be surprised to hear. Uh, it was a commercial for a babysitting app, I believe. And these kids were saying, Mom and Dad want to go out for New Year's. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Uh, coming up on the show today, well, it's the last after these messages of the year, everybody. Happy, uh, happy New Year. Uh, coming New Year, I guess. And uh, we figured we would look at New Year's resolutions. Now, not people in TV commercials talking about New Year's resolutions. Instead, we went online and we typed in the words most common New Year's resolutions. And we came up with a list of 10, the 10 most typical resolutions that people make around this time of year. Thank and God for listicles. That's right. And we, um, we, we put together commercials that represent each one of those 10 popular resolutions it's kind of think of today's episode like the podcast version of the movie seven (laughs) only (laughs) instead of deadly sins Uh and brutal murders and brutal murders what's in the pod (laughs) what's in the pod um we are going to be looking at resolutions very What's on your mind? Very few brutal murders today. <laughs> very few. We'll see. Well, really, we'll see how really well you and I get along during this the show. The grisly, elaborate Byzantine murders. Uh, and we'll check in with you guys, the the uh, ad council. I almost said the news council. Um, <laughs> That's for our other show. Genevieve, I feel like this is kind of your worst nightmare, although it's definitely a, it's definitely a blessing, I think. We have a lot of new listeners, I think, ever since our friend Ben was on the show from yes. The Greatest Generation and all of his podcasts. And we have... Um, we have Star Trek giveth. Yes, and ATM taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> I think as the new listeners will find uh, if we're talking about brain cells. But um, uh, uh, what I was going to say was we have some new listeners, so thank you and welcome and hope you're enjoying the show. But it's kind of your worst nightmare because you are pretty... I don't know if mortified is too strong of a word. You're pretty embarrassed about the early episodes we did before we really knew what we were doing. We were in a, t- we were just talking about it before the show. We were in this. Uh, my original studio had terrible sound for two microphones. I was like having to look over my shoulder oh, at you for the shows. I mean, they don't. You and I don't feel like they hold up very well. But uh, we have some new ad counselors who have gone back to the beginning and are working their way through and sending us emails about stuff that we said in 2015. I actually had the thought like, I wish I could travel back in time and. Say- send a message to those people and then I was like oh wait I literally could do that we could you know rewrote we could add a little tag to the 
beginning of those first 10 episodes <laughs> just say, say how mortified we are and repost them <laughs> we could do um, that i don't think it's worth it i don't think it's worth it but i was thinking like wow i do sort of have a time machine here i yeah. can talk to the past we could we could also just delete them and renumber all of the shows starting from the one that you like the most that's, just get rid of all of 2015 i don't know it's such a that's such a spectrum you know but anyway coming up in the ad council we do have an email from somebody who wants to respond to something we said on episode number two on november 17th 2015 so uh we will get into that first though let's get into the new year with the new attitude Actually, you know what? I'm just thinking there's a commercial tie-in here. I'm going to ask you your least favorite question. Do you know who's singing this song? I do, but only because I have access to the to your screen. Oh, you can see it. Yes, it's Patti LaBelle. Patti LaBelle. And of course, I didn't even really know. I mean, I had heard the name Patti LaBelle. I didn't really know who she was until she came up on an early episode of After These Messages because she started appearing in commercials for what? So she has a famous recipe or yeah, something, Yeah, it's her right? sweet potato pie. Yes. And is it connected to Walmart? I th- yeah, that rings a bell. I can't remember. I I've never it had it, but it's like famously yeah. uh, hard to get around the holidays. Uh, but yeah, I've heard only good things. I can't remember what like what all the partnerships are. Um, if you want some delight in your life, uh, that song we just played is "New Attitude" by Patti Labelle. Watch the video on YouTube. It is absolutely delightful. She's um, got a new attitude and it's uh, <laughs> tied into her or it's represented by her wardrobe in the in the video um, okay the number one we sh- probably should have counted these down backwards huh should we start with 10 and work down to one I don't know that that's going to increase anyone's enjoyment of the show yeah probably me not stopping for every tangent that pops in my head will probably <laughs> increase people's enjoyment of the show so I'll move on here um, the number one uh, resolution exercise more yeah and do you do you make resolutions i feel like i ask you this every year and then what is the answer every year no i don't it was funny i I resolve not to ask you this question next year (laughs) i was talking i've been filling in on a local radio station and we're talking about resolutions and i was like on the air live in the midst of talking about why i think new year's resolutions are kind of stupid and then i just had to stop myself and i said on the air i'm like but also i'm a guy with low ambitions who's 50 (laughs) pounds overweight who drinks too much yeah like maybe you shouldn't be listening to my theory of why resolutions are stupid right yeah i can see the um i I can see your logic there i i always try to make one each year that's like really not achievable like so low a bar that any that i would do it automatically but to really think of something that feels like manageable and achievable but that i would like to do and that i haven't been doing this last year it was um keep my G- my personal email inbox cleaned up and i did actually do it for a long time but i will tell you that i just opened up my inbox right now to see how many unread emails i have because for me just managing it means just like i've i've noted that it's been read um and, and i haven't left it on unread i have 194 unread emails um and that's not that's just primary like that's not social or promotions that's 
purely my primary inbox. Well, if so the, I guess I kind of dropped the ball in that one. Well, if the fat alcoholic can weigh in here quickly, <laughs> I will say that plays into the argument <laughs> that I was making on on the podcast. Like, I did not start the year with that resolution to uh, you know decrease my inbox. However, sort of randomly in the middle of the year, I realized I did have an issue with space on Gmail. That's a lot of when you start running into space issues on Gmail, it means you have a problem. Yeah. It also means that you work in radio and you're constantly for years and years yeah, emailing audio around. Yeah, my issue is space, to be clear, right. because I don't get a lot of huge emails. Mostly what I get are like 8 million small emails. But I went on a cleaning mission to because it was necessary. But in doing so, I ended up really cleaning out my actual inbox, kind of my active messages. And looking at it now, if you don't count the little unread emails that I send to myself as a little to-do list, I only have eight I have for the past like couple of months, I've maintained an inbox between 20 and five emails. I was really good. I honestly did stick with it for most of the year, probably at least the first two thirds of the year. Then pandemic hit. And then I also kind of got a little bit behind on some personal commitments I've made uh, for some volunteer work. And we get it. You're a hero. I am a hero who can't who out of shame at not doing my when I haven't done my tasks, my default response is to not look at them mm -hmm. because of the shame. Um, and so that's how you get to 194 unread emails. Well, I didn't say that to make you feel bad, but I was saying that like, it's kind of funny. Like I'm not a resolution person, but, but you're also very organized. And yeah, neat. and it doesn't, but it doesn't mean that Which I don't not. like make changes in the middle of the year without the kind of uh, pomp and circumstance of New Year's resolutions. But well, have I you take out an ad in the paper, Andrew? No, you, you're just bragging about it on the podcast. <laughs> um, no, but do you uh, have a resolution that you've been thinking about? Or you're yes, I do have a resolution out? for this year. It is, it's achievable, it's discreet, but it's important. Which is get an eye exam because my eyes are oh, yeah. terrible oh, that's very doable very doable yeah keep but then you know i do reach. it get the get the up, you know upgraded prescription mm -hmm. uh, undoubtedly and like then boom achieved yeah that's resolution kept okay here my resolution is going to be to re to send a thank you note for every gift i've received in my life that i did not send a uh, thank you note out for that is not achievable <laughs> okay the number you're never going to send those thank you <laughs> notes that's what i was thinking of larry david screaming that at himself while high in a bathroom mirror um okay so the number one resolution uh, most people make uh, most americans make i assume is to exercise more a lot of things to choose from i was thinking about um you know, there's a lot of Peloton and the whatever fancy mirror where you exercise fancy in front of mirror, a mirror yeah. and there's live uh, and there's live lessons. You know, we saw a lot of that during pandemic. Oh, God, it's everywhere. Yes. Everyone's jumped on this uh, this train now. And now there's a new batch of commercials for I want to say Planet Fitness um, where they're emphasizing the uh, kind of the new year, new you put the bad habits of the pandemic behind you. You literally see a guy kind of coming out of the last year holding a hoagie and then getting rid of it and hopping on a machine and <laughs> they emphasize how clean their facilities are now and one I thought was really interesting again I think this is Planet Fitness they have an app that they're advertising where you can check ahead of time to see how crowded the gym is that's smart before you go because gyms got must have been just decimated yeah so a lot of stuff to choose from as far as fitness this year uh, however I went with 
the Fit Board. Tired of trying to hide your belly bulge, muffin top, or that beer gut? Now there's a fun, effective, and easy way to get fit and toned in just minutes a day with the Simply Fit Board. It's got everyone twisting and getting you into your fat-burning zone. It's so fun, I don't feel like I'm working out. Okay, can we talk about what we're seeing on the screen? You haven't seen this, have you? No. I wanted to surprise you with this. This is, uh, although the get rid of that belly bulge uh, really speaks to me personally <laughs> in a painful and hurtful way. Um, this is not what's going to fix it. So this product that is being advertised is like a piece of plastic that you set on the ground and it's just slightly bent. Yes. And I guess curved. It's slightly con convex and you so put the, the convex side on the ground and then you stand on the edges and you twist on it and just, it rotates on the you bottom. You just twist your hips as if you're a child playing with a piece of a cardboard box yeah. that your parents had something delivered in and you're just sliding around on it going back and forth and back and forth and of course you hear the surf music in the background. All these people, they're supposed to kind of evoke a, a surfboard feel but I just it's, it's just hilarious to see these people taking it seriously. This is the, this is the modern day answer to those uh, like you know the belts that you would put on mm -hmm. and then you know uh you would turn on a machine and the belt would vibrate you yep. and like well, here's a tip friends and neighbors if something doesn't feel like exercise it is not yeah. exercise <laughs> when you are exercising you will know because it will feel like exercise you know how back in the uh, kind of early to mid 2000s everybody was writing a book of like my year of only eating mcdonald's right. i guess that was spurlock that was a movie yeah but, like, but oh, everyone did it my, my year, year my year of, of living biblically, biblically there were so Jacobs. many yeah, yeah. there's just a million of those things i feel like my year of living off only off things i cooked in my i grew in my kitchen garden i feel like it would be very easy to write a, a book where you just spend one week with each of these like exercise you get your related yeah you get your uh sit and spin or whatever yeah. this is uh, <laughs> i believe you're thinking of the um the simply fit board not the sit and spin well don't i mean there is the one the hawaii chair right we've talked about that what where does you, that do you again? sit in a chair and you basically do the same thing you you twist your hips oh yeah right and that's also supposed to be a weight loss why solution. is it hawaii chair was it invented there or something I can't remember why they call it the Hawaii chair. It might just be a brand. But like thing. sitting is not good for you. No. Like I have a terrible back right now, and it's because I I sit with it because <laughs> I sit too much. All right, let's play a little bit more of this commercial. Fitboard. I'm Lori Grenier from Shark Tank. I like being toned, but I'm not big into working out and sweating. That's why I fell in love with the Simply Fitboard. The minute I saw it, I knew it was a hero. And so, I oh, this is interesting. They're showing clips. So this is something that was actually vetted by the sharks on. Shark Tank. Yeah, and I guess Lori from Shark Tank invested in it. There you go. I did the deal so we could bring it to all of you. You'll feel it working instantly. The secret is its unique twisting motion and balance board pivoting action that engages your entire core, helping tone abs, legs, and your entire body all while having fun. <laughs> Okay, I want to talk about the various places people are using this. So you saw one woman, she's in her kitchen for some reason, kind of in between things, but then also spinning on this thing uh, in her kitchen. Then you have two people that are in kind of like a workout studio, like, you know, if you're watching a fitness tape and they were your instructors. Fitness tape. And then, <laughs> and then you have... That's like a that's like a video that you'd watch on YouTube with, for, uh, with exercising, except you put it in your VCR. Yes, thank you. Um, and I don't know how you fit the computer in your VCR, but sure. <laughs> 
there. Um, and then this group of uh, women who are going, woo, they're all on a beach somewhere. But we're, if we're, you look carefully, they've it looks like they're doing it on the sand, but they've put down a hard surface that's sand colored. Yeah, it's one of those like kind of temporary stages you might set up to sell something, uh, well, to sell something on the beach. You can get started with as little as five minutes a day. Do it anytime, anywhere. Do it while watching TV. This is a great workout for everyone, no matter your age. People are just doing it in different parts of their house, bedroom, rec room. I'm 64 and in better shape than I've been in years. Like this, this does seem like kind of a low impact way of maybe getting a little bit of core exercise. Like I'm not saying that this would be bad for you if you were like had, were like maybe a low mobility in some way. Like this could be something that could be good for you. The same way like water aerobics can be good for you um, because it's so low impact. Um, but I don't think this is like gonna give you those rock hard abs that you so crave. Yeah, that's that's one of the things about these commercials. They make it sound like it's a solution for all of your fitness needs when when clearly it's not. Like you say, it's not necessarily bad for you. Uh, it might even be good in certain in certain scenarios, but they overpromise as always. I mean, and they only the only way these ads ever work is if they overpromise. Because nobody wants to hear, like, you'll get a 5% improvement, you know? Right. You know, when you combine it with a healthy diet and a real workout. Right. Um, So we're still on exercise more. Do you consider hanging upside down a sort of exercise? Because I want to... You just like to show the teeter-totter. I just want to You're just obsessed with the (laughs) teeter-totter. Quick shout-out to Roger Teeter's teeter-totter, as we like to call it. Back pain. When I found Inversion, it changed my life forever and I believe it can change yours. I'm proud to introduce the most effective, the most comfortable teeter inversion table ever, the teeter fit spine. When you invert, your back and spine elongate. With the pressure off, your back muscles relax, the spine realigns, discs rejuvenate, and nerve roots are relieved of painful pinching. My back was pretty bad. Now I got on the teeter and I felt it like just alleviating, just stretching. Now I can go out, I can go play basketball, go walk basketball. with the kids. I like this guy so much because <laughs> I think I might be going to listen to too much comedy bang bang, but he reminds me so much of a Paul F. Tompkins character. I might play some Paul F. Tompkins for you later in the show, but that's why I wanted to play this again is this is the latest of our favorite, you know, favorite teeter product commercials, but this guy is like great. Just alleviating, just stretching. Now I can go out, I can go play basketball, go walking with the kids. I'm like, <laughs> I will say we've watched so many so many hours now of the teeter inversion table that I am kind of sold on it. Like you're having you are having some kind of chronic back issues. I have occasional back issues. There's a part of me that's like, well, maybe an inversion table wouldn't be the worst again, thing. It's not. It's that actually, I believe, is not bunk science. I would I, again. I believe I, an inversion table more than I believe in Fitboard. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't use it or that I think it's necessarily bad for you, but I'm just not going to buy one of these products for you know, one of each of these products for my home. Eventually, you have to like choose like if i'm gonna buy one machine like that for my house is it gonna be something where i can hang upside down like bruce wayne when he's sleeping uh, according to the 1989 (laughs) version of batman oh my god we've got to expand your (laughs) for your references um no, sometimes I reference Batman Returns. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to choose? I, I think I would probably choose one of those machines that can do, you know, almost like a solo flex or whatever the modern version of that is where you can, you know. Resistance training. Yeah, do yeah. various yeah, resistance like, exercises. I've, I have to admit, I've been tempted 
by the knockoff versions of the um, of the Peloton. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But but you're attracted to the live aspect of the classes too. I think right? I need it honestly. Yeah, yeah. I think otherwise, even if I even if I weren't subscribing month were subscribing monthly, I might let it gather dust. But it, if I'm not if I'm not doing a monthly subscription, it's for sure just a clothes hanger. Um, do you know the um, the Solo Flex story of, of my upbringing? Uh, I don't recall. So apparently, and I don't remember when this was introduced into our household, but my dad saw a bunch of commercials for the Solo Flex. Again, this would have been the early 80s. And he looked at that machine and he said, I want that machine, but also I own a steel fabrication company. Oh, yeah. And... I can just make my own version of this, or at least draw up my own version of this, uh, make a blueprint of it, and have it made out in the shop. And he did that, and it was in our basement, and it was exactly like a solo flex, except it had the added bonus of weighing 4,000 tons. Because <laughs> it was made of pig iron? Yeah, it was so heavy. <laughs> I remember you stubbed your toe on that son of a bitch. <laughs> you only had to work out with it once, which was to move it into whatever space it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Um, now I'll give my dad credit. Like now he's got a little exercise room, and he has like you know he's bought like some sort of a elliptical and one of these actual uh, resistance trainer machines. He's yeah. got a great little setup there. And I he know. I really. It. My dad's in way better shape than I am, so I don't want to dunk. I, yeah. I really uh, wish that we had a little home gym like that. And I and I agree. Your dad's in great shape. Um, okay, let's move on to losing weight. Of course, very similar to exercising more but number two on the list was losing weight so how about some lipozine that's the easiest way to lose weight right yeah, you just take, take a, a pill. pill now this that you hear about lipozine you just think well that sounds like a trash product yet it, it its pitch is it's better than all the other trash products that have come out throughout the years sure. and in this commercial you have the same we've lied to you many times about weight loss <laughs> miracle but pills but believe us this time but, but this time we will not pull the football Away. And in this commercial, you sort of see like so. This is a really low budget commercial, as you will hear. And there's one actor in this. There's the voiceover guy who you will hear, but there's one actor who's sort of just like represented on the screen. But he's representing different eras with his clothing and wigs. And so the first one is like he's '80s guy in some sort of an '80s tracksuit sort of thing with the big floofy hair and a sweatband. neon colors. And then like I guess it's the I don't know if it's the '70s guy. I think that. This guy, middle the middle guy, is like Night at the Roxbury. Yes, it's nineties. And, and he represents the the speed pill era, yes. as you'll hear in this. When he walks out, he's got a purple flashy suit on with a black t shirt underneath and a gold chain. And then there's like the boring diet guy. I'm not exactly sure even what he, he is. He works at Microsoft. He's wearing pleated khakis. And I think maybe he represents the boring nineties. I'm not sure. Take a listen to this. The evolution of weight loss includes some strange phases. There were some eras better left forgotten and some very expensive stages that left a bad taste in your mouth. Now, I want to say um, they give these various characters names. The 80s aerobics guy is Aerobus Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. the, um, the the Night at the Roxbury guy is Jitterus Maximus. And I guess he is supposed to be more like, more like disco guy. I think Although so, yeah. Although they're really confused about what signifies disco but whatever but i think that i think focus on the speed x uh, uh aspect see. of it the co the cocaine aspect of it I possibly it. right and then you have blandis 
Cardboardius. This guy's eating some sort of a, a, I guess, supplement. He's the boring guy. He's like protein supplement guy. And then here comes today's man. Easiest. Lipazine is the thinnest. revolutionary breakthrough in the evolution of weight loss. Lipazine can help you lose four times more weight without any change in lifestyle. No more crazy workouts. No diet pill jitters. No bland diet food. Now, I'm going to let this roll a little bit longer. This isn't one of those two-minute commercials, so we'll cut it out at some point. But I believe we get into the science and the biology behind Lipozine here in a second. It's it's rock-solid science, I'd I say. Bet. You can eat the foods you love and still lose weight. That's how Lipozine became the number one weight loss supplement in America. Because Lipozine works. Lipozine is one of the most popular weight loss brands to have ever evolved, selling over 35 million bottles. To be clear, counting. that's not the correct use of the term evolve. <laughs> it's also not the proper use of Richard Strauss, I believe. Like, what? Why? <laughs> music in the background. I mean, I guess they're, I mean, they're, they're trying to like play into this like evolution, the evolution, yeah, right. the monolith, the whole thing, but like they've really over, they really outkicked their coverage here. When a product sells over 35 million bottles, you know it's good. You know it's trusted. You know it works. I recommend Lipazine because okay. it's made from oh. rare konjac root. Okay, here it is. That's right. I knew this part was funny. So this is a different actor, right? But this is an act, I think. They claim it's a real doctor. David <laughs> Ulick, MD, licensed medical doctor. But he looks like the actor who's just like dressed up. Like he let has just, a th- let me just be, it would take a wild <laughs> shot in the dark here and say that Dr. David Ulick did not graduate at the top of his class. He's probably a fake doctor like the first lady <laughs> elect. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's standing in front of a gray background and he just looks like this looks like a um I don't even know I mean it looks like a parody. This looks like somebody on The Simpsons coming out pretending yeah. to this look like Dr. a doctor. <laughs> yeah, this is very Dr. My, his Nick. Fa- believe me when I tell you his favorite part was when they gave him the money. <laughs> because it's made from the rare konjac root, which contains <laughs> glucomanin. Very safe. That's only found on planet konjac. <laughs> Effective weight loss supplement. Hi, my name is Roseanne. I've lost 26 pounds on Lipozine and eight inches off my waist, and I feel amazing. With Lipozine, I lost. Okay, I don't think we need to play more of this. Yeah. I just wanted you to see that doctor. That is wild. It's pretty good. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Okay, uh, number three on the list was get organized, and you put some commercials in here for that. I did. I was thinking about what do you sell someone who wants to get organized, and of course there are you know closet uh, maker. You know, I think we've actually talked about a, a product that comes California closets, like they okay, come yeah. and redesign your closet. But I like this one. This is for public storage, and this is a, a the the spokesperson here is a, a teenage girl. And she's complaining about how her family's garage is so full that they can't get to their summer stuff to like go to the beach or whatever. So, but I just love how convoluted the logic is to get them to the place where it's like, oh, we need to buy a storage unit. Uh huh. So you've got to sort of brace, brace face, cute. I mean, she's a cutie, but she's like a little teenage girl with her braces on, and she's talking about how they're how they can't get to their summer stuff. So, I learned in science class that the Earth orbits the sun, which gives us four different seasons. But our garage contains all the seasons at once, making it impossible to get to summer. Not impossible. 
I have a plan. Looks like Beach Day's actually gonna end up at the beach. So they space for your world. We we quick cut. They we see the storage unit logo or public storage logo. When we cut back, the garage has been completely emptied. I mean, this garage was just packed full of stuff. Now it's been empty and everything's neatly put away on the side so they can get to their beach stuff. But yeah. I just love that they start it like, since the earth was formed in a whirling void from the chaos, <laughs> we have had seasons. And as, I mean, it just, yeah, it's like, like, they really back it up. You know? It reminds me of like when I was what they call a peer writing assistant or an English tutor <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, in college. And I don't have say, some like, good stories. You know, that. you'd always have to, and you were dealing with some, I mean, first of all, I mean, no offense to Kent State, but it's. I don't think it's considered an Ivy League school. Um, what did you say the other day? Columbia was my safety school. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if Kent doesn't take me, I was going to head to Columbia. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, it's a listen. You know, accessible education is important, and so I don't want to dunk on Strong my alma agreed. mater. Yeah, but you know, but, I, but, I wasn't but, always as a as a tutor there. I wasn't always dealing with the best and brightest of my generation. Or also, let's be fair, you know. We don't like we don't always send kids out of high school with the best training and how right. to be writers. As a matter of fact, I remember even then. I mean, I was so young then. I was only we're not indicting public colleges. Myself. We're indicting public K through twelve. But well, I do remember getting really angry at times, just thinking, how did these kids? I think some of the kids I worked with were, and I was a kid at this point too. I was like eighteen, but like some of the other college students I was working with were like athletes who you know were going to school just so that they could you know play ball for that famous. Uh, Golden, golden flashes. flashes. Uh, I'm a golden program. flashes right. loyalist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mac for life. Um, anyway, um, I remember being frustrated because they didn't know they they literally didn't know what a sentence was. Yeah, like what are like, the what components are the of, a of, of a sentence? Um, and I would always start with them with the very most basic structure of inverted pyramid for your intro paragraph, and then three arguments supporting the thesis, and then pyramid at the bottom to widen it back out and say goodbye and I'd always just start with a really dumb broad argument like that like mm -hmm. all pets are good right dogs and cats are even better but cats are the best yeah. boom wide <laughs> narrow 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 yeah. now three arguments why cats are the best or dogs are the best whatever I said so yeah that's kind of reminded me of that now I had not seen this public storage commercial but you have another one here it's not from this year I even I meant to mention that these were all supposed to be ads from 2020 yeah but they reminded us of other ads as well so what's this other one you stumbled on this one isn't applicable there's even fit our thesis it's definitely not from this year but it cracked me up because i was looking at public storage ads um you have an older couple and they're standing out in their yard and they've got a i saw it, it doesn't look like a hot air balloon like you would imagine it like like the wizard of oz it has it's like a basically a weather balloon yeah that's what it looks like with, a weather balloon with, with some strings, strings yeah. kind of wrapped around it and then like a sort of a very very just like kludge together box that they're dumping their stuff in and their neighbor who looks like he just came from a tennis game uh, wanders by and asks them what they're doing. Hey Melvin, what are you doing? Hey, we're storing all our things in the cloud. <laughs> we hear it's the latest thing. Well, but the cloud is... The future is now, my friend. <laughs> I legit love this. I watched it's this so before funny. the show. I saw your link. It's really funny. These like kind of boomer generation <laughs> people. And again, there's something low budget about it, but it works. It totally it's works. It's legit it, funny. And he's like, the future is now, the my The friend. neighbor who's more of a little bit like I would say an older Xer yeah. type. 
um, kind of starts to inter- interject and say, but the cloud is, and the, the older guy goes, the future <laughs> is now, my friend. I love it. But the cloud is, the future is now, my friend. <laughs> so the balloon takes off, hits the power lines, all the ropes snap, and everything comes crashing down. And the neighbor catches a but you said cloud no, a paper mache donkey. Yeah, the things that they have in this box that they're sending up to the cloud are also hilarious. Like you, like I don't know if it's a pinata or what, but like you say, it's a paper mache donkey that they're going to send to the cloud. Then we see other things that have fallen from the sky. Is like some sort of a is that like a? Um, I think it's like a Halloween decoration that's oh, a scarecrow okay. or and, like a fall type of thing. Yeah, I guess these are all yard decorations. He's holding one of those. A lot of uh, it's gnomes. yard stuff. The, he was. They were putting like a framed painting in there. It's clearly just meant to represent like junk you don't need every day. Yet now, I don't even know if that was the most bonkers part of the commercial because then what happens? Do you remember? Suddenly, almost like a Doors video oh, that's right, focusing yeah. on the doors of perception in their backyard. <laughs> suddenly, there appears like one of those like two, just like a two dimensional idea of a storage door that suddenly opens and they walk through it and they disappear. Yeah, it becomes like a portal to their storage. A portal. Unit. Yes, it reminds me of. Um, I mean, I haven't read them in decades, but I think I read the first three of the Stephen King. What's Stephen King's long, epic, like, eight book? Oh, The Gunslinger. Yeah, isn't there, like, a door that opens on the beach, like a two-dimensional door that opens on the beach to yeah. another dimension? Among eight billion other things that happen, that is one of the things that happens. <laughs> it's basically like that. But you said cloud nah, storage. Never mind about that. Let's just move the stuff over here. Doink, they just disappear into their storage unit, and their weather balloon flies away. Yeah, at the very end, they like for a commercial, you know, like time is money with these commercials, as we discussed. This is a one minute ad, but they spend some time just like the ad does, just on the red balloon. Just enjoying it. Yeah, it's enjoying its own joke. Yeah, I love it. I loved it too. I thought it was so funny, and I'd never seen it in in the wild. It just really caught my attention when I was looking for stuff today. Um, Number four on the list of most used. New Year's resolutions or most claimed New Year's resolutions is learn a new skill or hobby. What did you put in here for that? Well, this is a skill or hobby that I have actually been doing. It's been my my pandemic uh, skill uh, training, which is to learn French on Duolingo. Mm-hmm. So naturally, when I saw this, I thought of, does Duolingo have any ads? I've never seen these anywhere. They seem like the kind of thing that would, you know, probably appear between a, you know, like after a YouTube video. It doesn't feel like something that would necessarily air on television or even Hulu, even on a streaming service. Um, But basically what you have here are the little, so Duolingo, if you've ever done it, has lots of little, sort of a very specific style of animation, the sort of blocky characters with very square, blocky faces. Very two-dimensional, but very, very simple and bright and poppy. Lots of bright, poppy colors and, um, and also very diverse, age, diverse in age, diverse in race, ethnicity. I also think that one of the nice things about Duolingo is it's very like, um, Within the very sexist confines of French, uh, it's very uh, sort of equitable. Like it, it refers to gay couples and it gives you sentences about gay couples and things like that. So I like Duolingo. Anyway, this little video, this little ad uh, starts with no audio. So I'll kind of narrate it for you. But you have a couple of little of the little Duolingo type characters having a lot of bad luck happen to them. Okay. You got a little lady walking along. She's carrying her groceries. Guy's shaving his face. That lady's sitting in her... Uh, in the ocean and she gets swamped by a wave. Now the lady drops her groceries and this guy shaves off half his mustache by mistake. Whatever happens to you today, if you did your Duolingo lesson, 
You're making every day count. Learn a language with Duolingo. Download the world's number one language learning app. From being around you, as you've been pretty insufferable the past few months <laughs> learning your French, I would say that that really speaks to the user experience. Yeah. I feel like you are very locked in to do your lessons every day. You get the reward system that they have. If you miss a day, really dialed in. It really puni- I don't want to say punishes you, but it really rewards you for not missing a day. So you want to work hard to at least get one lesson in and once you've done one lesson there are all these other little point systems that make it tempting to do just one more lesson then you get to this new little reward or whatever so it's very obviously it's very engineered to like trigger those those sort of reward centers in your brain except as it constantly reminds you when you turn it on it like one of the things it says whenever you turn it on is what does 15 minutes of social media get you 15 minutes of Duolingo gets you a new fluency, fluency in a new language. It's like, I already opened you, app. <laughs> like, why you... They want you, you to know you're doing a good thing. Um, can you say hot takes on commercial breaks in French? Um, sh- I can say hot. That's it. Well, every journey begins with one step. <laughs> they just don't really get into, like, podcast slogans in the first year. They don't. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I can say I can say take as a verb. I don't know if what the French mm-hmm. like because take in this context well, what's is word idiomatic. What's uh, it's a it's a it's like hot opinion. opinion. How do yeah. you say opinion? Um, well, I don't know that one either. Okay, can you do like a French laugh? <laughs> I don't know. Is that, my, is that it? Can you do like a Cajun laugh? I mean, <laughs> give me something for God's sakes. All right. I want to talk about this one other ad. This is not from 2020, so it doesn't, we can't really count it. But another it honorable mention. So hilarious. What is this? This is for another skill or hobby that you can pick up uh, if you're into it. And I think it's a great one for COVID times, which is metal detecting. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, Wait, hold on. I mentioned to you like a few years ago that I was thinking about getting a metal detector and you were, you reacted the same way that you did when I told you I wanted a rollerblade. And yet just here like, you are with rollerblades. That is true. So I guess I just need to wear you down. Um. I think metal detecting is is kind of int- is kind of intrinsically hilarious as a hobby. I mean, you know, you do, do you yeah. do you obviously everyone, um, but this one is just so funny. It opens with a guy dressed in like the sort of like sort of like a Vasco da Gama type explorer, right? Like a Portuguese age of exploration with the big velvet hat and the big robes and everything. He's walking on a sort of a woody beachy area and he's carrying a glass a, a brass spyglass and he and he and he's consults a map uh, and sees like a X marks the spot untold treasures have been lost throughout the ages now he he looks a little further but when he gets to the where the X is there's already some guy there and it's like a modern guy with a metal detector what? go detecting with mine lab and you'll find the treasures that <laughs> others have missed. Okay, so when the explorer sees these other jabronis <laughs> using their <laughs> using their equipment, we get a close-up on his face, and he's so he's, angry. He's so annoyed. That he was beaten to it, but, like, wouldn't he be flipping out at the technology? <laughs> like, he 
should he be falling is, on his who knees? Is, well, that's what I want to know. Who's out of time here, you know, right? That's a really good Like, thing. is it modern times and this guy's old timey? Or that's is it old timey and these guys are time travelers? That I just took it for granted that this guy was somehow ended up in the modern I think, age. I but think maybe, the question leaves it open. I mean, the they're the ones who have the technology. And if technology keeps moving quickly, I guess it's more likely that uh, humans will travel back in time, right? As yeah, I mean, it opens up a, a host of questions. Yeah, absolutely. They used to be a big thing. And I, maybe this is very common to talk about now or maybe it's like college stoner talk but I do remember being a kid in all seriousness being a kid and thinking well in the future there may be time machines and I have no idea what I will look like in the future I assumed I'd be you know just handsome which I am but um I thought it, I could be passing myself all the time and maybe the future me knows that he's looking at, you know, childhood Andy, but little childhood Andy would have no idea that he's yeah. looking at adult Andrew. And so I and I still don't know. Do you think you're on track to become a time traveler? Let's watch the stupid commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so now the commercial kind of unrivaled performance of the CTX 3030. You'll experience <laughs> the future of discovery. Okay, so there's a couple out there. So, yeah, suddenly they're they there. It's, a, it's another, the guy's there with a woman. They're both dressed in like sort of Pacific Northwest, you know, vet, like fleece vests and mm -hmm. so on. Um, the commercial spends a fair amount of time kind of gesturing at the technological uh, wonders of its product. But at the end, the man and the woman, while Vasco da Gama watches them <laughs> with an, an, an expression of mild irritation from the background, the man and the woman like pour their hands through like let gold coins flow through their fingers that they've <laughs> they found so many golden coins yeah, on this beach in the somewhere. in the beaches of oregon it is though tempting i'm watching another one of these commercials now in the background while you talk it doesn't have i was hoping to see more time travel but this was just it looks like a straightforward pitch from some guy who's using it and he found a skeleton key in the ground they showed a an x-ray of what the key looks like in the ground then he digs it up i want a skeleton key <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, number five on the list of most popular New Year's resolutions, live life to the fullest. Like, how do you even – resolutions are such bullshit. Like, how do you even achieve that? How you do lower you know? your standards. You, and then you, you look back and like, well, did I achieve it? I mean, you say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. You can say whether or not you achieved that. I'm going to exercise more. You can say I achieved it. Did I live life to the fullest? I think – the great thing about that one is you move the goalposts, boom, achieved. Yeah, it's true. What do you do is you spend 2020 just living life to the emptiest. Right, and then, and then anything is better. Exactly. And actually, we're all in a good spot to be doing that because this is year true. has really sucked. So how did you define that in the commercial space? Well, I made, it immediately put me in the mind of pharmaceuticals. So I was oh, looking yeah. at pharmaceutical ads because so many of these pharmaceutical ads are like, you know, you're not getting to enjoy your life the way you would. And some of them are like, you're dying of cancer. This cancer drug mm -hmm. can give you two to three more good weeks. And it's like, woof, that's a little heavy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them refer mild to severe plaque. Uh, a lot of plaque uh, psoriasis. psoriasis. Moderate so to like, severe plaque psoriasis. Actually, the number six on the list is wear more sleeveless dresses. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Um, this is for, we've talked a little bit about migraine commercials or migraine drugs before. This caught my eye because, and it's a two minute or three minute or something. It's a long commercial. So you don't have to play the whole thing. Have you watched this? No. Great, because I want you to just mm -hmm. play it, and I will. I'll tell you. There comes a point in this commercial where I went, "What the what?" Oh, really? Yes. 
Okay, that's interesting because I saw this in here. I started watching a little bit of it. It seemed like a pretty straightforward pharmaceutical ad. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll watch it later. Um, it gets, there's something surprising. All right. Well, I think. Here we go. Migraines caused you to miss that important meeting. Okay, it looks like we're we're in some sort of you know office space here. A bunch of people. It looks like kind of artistic people. Maybe uh, I don't know architects or some. Yeah, some, they're some designing kind, some kind of ideation or brainstorming meeting in a pleasant office space. Everybody's there except you, and it's just a cardboard cutout uh, of your shape because you aren't there because you have a migraine. An important family time you can't get back. Oh, you're like your kid's soccer you've game. You even missed out on time for yourself. Like your manicure. This is life for migraine sufferers. Dark rooms, medications, and shutting out the world. Yeah, so in all of those scenarios, like people cheering on their kids at a soccer game, but there's a, a cutout silhouette of you missing it. There's a, in the salon, everybody is getting their toes did, but there's a, a cutout of you not there. Although people are talking to the cutout of you, so that. Good for the cutout. Good for the cutout, I guess. It, d- oh, it sorry, does kind of give me, put me in the mind of the opening credits to the leftovers. Oh right, like you're like life moves on, but you're you're not just there. a cutout. Yeah. Vacations yeah. and shutting out the world, missing out on life's moments. But now there's a new way to start treating your pain. Introducing Cephaly Dual, the first FDA cleared drug-free way, clinically proven to treat migraines quickly and effectively. Oh hello. Yes. Oh, hello. This is not This a, is a Star Trek thing. This is a Star Trek thing. This is not a drug. This is a silver eye it looks like a some sort of like it's sort of eye shaped or like it looks like an alien tiara like Wonder Woman or something that you'd stick to and the you middle stick of it your, on forehead. your forehead. Kind of X Meny. It's yes, it very or, or, or like age who did feels you, very much like a superhero thing. Who are you t- reminding me of one of the Avengers guys who vision. was vision it's kind of like vision kind of like vision it's kind of like Wonder Woman it's very much looks like a superhero uh, magical talisman of some kind you stick it on your forehead it zaps some particular nerves in your brain that like shut off the migraine I tell everyone I know about Cephaly Duel I'm spending less time fighting through migraines and medication side effects and more time with my family it's my not so secret weapon for beating migraines quickly Cephaly Dual not only treats acute migraine pain, but also works as a preventative treatment. For many, short 20-minute... So let's talk about this for a second, if you don't mind me ending it there. Um, you and it's I, just more testimonials after that. That's anyway. what I figured. You and I always try to be conscientious to not make fun of devices that help oh, ailments, of course. Oh, if this works, I'm not making right. fun of it. I'm just wowed by it, honestly. It's so crazy looking. Yeah, but that so so putting putting that out there as a caveat, um, and so, I mean, it, it is surprising when you're just expecting somebody to pop some pills and then go skip through a field, and instead you see somebody attaching this to their head. But again, if it helps you, fine. Like, we're not all judging what you look like in the privacy of your own home with this thing on. But it really gets... For me, to this wearable technology yeah. to deal with your chronic diseases. Well, there's a new one, right? We've been talking about a lot. That's for, um, I think it's for diabetes, for I think blood so tests, too. Yeah. or blood sticks. Yeah, there's something that you. It's a permanent thing that you, it's like yeah. it looks like a. Like a very small garage door opener, or something. <laughs> it's a little, or, no, like, small, maybe it's like a, the the tile things that we used to use to track our keys if we lost them, right? Yeah, it's, like it's a small sort of thing, and I don't know. I assume it's just adhered to with some sort of adhere, you know, some sort of permanent. Do you think? I think it's like you get it 
Oh, is, I always, it, is it like in, implanted? I always thought that, but maybe I'm just misreading the commercials. It looks like you're kind of a it's you're part bionic I, with this. Yeah, thing. I don't know if it has to be installed like implanted by a doctor or if it's something you can do yourself. I assume it has to penetrate the skin at least somewhat since it has to do with blood mm-hmm. testing. But um, I kind of assumed it was something you kind of like stuck on you oh, but maybe you just I saw yourself. someone at the park with one recently you really and then you scan your cell phone over it and like the the app will I guess tell you whatever you need to know about your blood sugar is that right is that how it works I, I think so you always see people there like they're having a nice they're having a nice um, lunch with somebody at a cafe outdoors but then a, instead of having to prick their finger they take out their phone and they rub it over the, oh, okay. the little device that they have I want to say that they're wearing on their arm but it's not really wearing it's it's like implanted uh, on their arm in some yeah way. I mean, we don't know enough about it um, to to explain it very well, obviously, but um, it's interesting. I mean, I do think we are entering an era of wearable tech. Uh, number six on the list: save money or spend less. Yeah, spend money slash spend less. I feel a little bit like I'm on uh, uh, Family Feud. <laughs> Is spend money or save less on the list? Okay, so what did you choose for save money, spend less? There are a million products that will tell you that they will help you save money, mm-hmm. spend less money. I mean, there's like, you know, there's the one we just talked about with, with Santa Claus, uh, with John Trasanta. God, I hate that commercial so much. <laughs> you know, there's all these things that will help you like find coupon codes and whatnot. I like this one from Nerd Wallet. Um, this is all about the the money the goals that people have for their money. Um, and it's not, there's not anything particularly hilarious about this. It just kind of struck me as a nice ad for, um, I think the prospect, and we've, we've faced this ourselves, like even if you make enough money to live, which is, you know, not always a given, um, if you're lucky enough to make a good living and have a little bit of extra at the end of the month, if you're not a finance person, if you don't have experience uh, doing that, other than saving the money, it's been it's very hard to know what to do after that. And we finally just said we need to find somebody, and we went and did the work and found somebody. You and I did, yeah. Um, so I think it's why I think it's it's smart for Nerd Wallet to be advertising to people who like us have a little bit of extra or want to know how they can have some extra and just need some help figuring that out with with their goals. Nerds. This year. This year. Oh, I've got money goals. Use my credit card points to finally go on tour again. Learn about 529s to save for my son's education. Invest in black-owned companies. Invest in green companies. Buy a place closer to my family. Refinance at a lower rate and save for a basketball court in my barn. Have a better credit card than her. Than her. <laughs> Whatever your money goals, we know the smartest ways to make them happen. Discover and compare the smartest credit cards, mortgage lenders, and more. For all your money questions, turn to the nerds. Yeah, it's another thing where I think, you know, traditionally the idea is, well, you grow up and at some point your parents say, here's our number for our financial advisor. It's time for you to think about that, right? right? Um, but everything is, of course, different now and we yeah. don't have that kind and of... And so many people, us included, don't have that kind of legacy, you Right, know? of course, right. And so. that's how, I mean, and I think too, like a huge problem, a huge issue for equity and inequity is that wealth is generational and all the things that are passed down to create generational wealth are not just money and property but know-how and connections and the number of our our tax guy or our uh you know investment lady or whoever you know so Mm -hmm. like all of it i think it's great and i you know we were talking the other day about whether corporations can be good and i think 
yeah, I mean, we need things that make finances accessible to people who are not from money. Mm -hmm. Um, Number seven on the list of popular New Year's resolutions, quit smoking. Perennial. Yes, although, you know. You did it. As time, uh, it wasn't New Year's resolution. Um, As time marches on, uh, this might hopefully fall further and further on the list because we'll have fewer smokers. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm sure this would have been much higher than number seven. Even Were these organized by... I think so. It was just some listicle online. Yeah, but you, you not know, scientific. The fact that exercise more and lose weight were one in two, my guess is that, yeah, smoking is not... I think in the previous... In the listicles of the 1950s, right. I think it would be much higher. Or, Those or famous, not... I don't think it would have been yeah. in the 1950s list at That's all. That's We start smoking. <laughs> I had a friend look, in high look school. Look cool slash start smoking. I had a friend in high school that was always his joke. He's like, I'm trying to start smoking. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so this is for Nicorette, this one that you chose. Although I don't think I've seen this one before. It looks like it takes place on an airplane. What's an airplane? I know, right? Tell me stories about the bird, the giant metal birds in the sky, Genevieve. This is from 2020, but it's from the early part of 2020. So it doesn't resonate super well now in COVID era. Um And there are a ton of other Nicorette ads. This one just kind of spoke to me, and I thought it was kind of the most, I don't know. It just had the the most punch of any of them. Um, You got a guy. He's sitting on a very crowded flight. Um, He's got the window seat, so he's sort of boxed in on all sides. Although that's my preferred place. I'd I'd much rather be on the window seat because I can't stand having anyone over my shoulder. I'd rather be in the aisle so I can get up and use the restroom without having to disturb two people. Oh, yeah, and I have a... Uh, I have an iron bladder. Um, so anyway, our, our hero is here. He's sitting in his chair, um, and he's starting to notice all of the things that are kind of creating chaos and anxiety around him um, as he prepares for the smoking, no smoking light. To go uh, oh, right. Boy, that's actually, as a ex-smoker, that's pretty relatable, those yeah. moments where you know you're not going to have a cigarette for a three, five, ten-hour flight, and you start to feel almost claustrophobic inside right. your own Just body. Just the knowledge that, like, you cannot. Yeah. A lot of crying kids. And the smoking, no smoking light goes when on. cravings come on strong, now you can be stronger with new Nicorette coated ice mint. Layered with flavor, it's the first and only coated nicotine lozenge for an unexpectedly amazing taste that outlasts your craving. New Nicorette ice mint. And as soon as he Craving takes the, the Nicorette lozenge, everybody on the plane somehow just magically gets quiet. Actually, the plane though, actually looks bigger. Yes, I noticed that. And you notice that there's still a lot going on, but it's kind of like it's his perception of it. Like the So a couple of interesting things. He's sitting there. It looks like he's maybe going to get an aisle to himself, but then a really big guy sits down next to him. And it's interesting. He's a big guy. He's not like some fat man it's not like a a, chris farley joke he's just a large man um and he's like at the final shot there the large man's eating a sandwich kind of messily but it just doesn't bother our hero as you call him only time i ever had nicorette actually was uh on an airplane or airplanes maybe i did a couple of times i was a heavier smoker back when i was fresh out of college and i'd get on a plane from new hampshire to cleveland to go visit the family back home and i knew that meant no smoking um and so i bought nicorette and you would like uh 
it would taste terrible and it would kind of burn your mouth. You're supposed to like chew it a couple of times, then tuck it into your, a place in your mouth for a while. And then it would kind of burn that place in your mouth and Gross. tingle. Yeah. And it wasn't a very a good feeling. Um, I also even wonder, you know, it, it started to feel, I mean, I know it really has nicotine in it. It has to, but um, I also just wonder if it calmed me down just knowing that I had something like that too, like just the kind of uh, psychological effect. Uh, this is this is the stupidest thing, what <laughs> I'm about to do here, because it doesn't even make sense. We keep on saying we have honorable mentions. While we're talking about quitting smoking, all I can ever think of is the uh, Shantix commercial <laughs> with Ray I Liotta. Did, I looked at a bunch of the Ray Liotta ones, but none of them were from 2020. Yeah, they're pretty old now. And I think they were big about two years ago in 2018. And these are those commercials where Ray Liotta is just taught. He's wearing, for some reason, very heavy eye makeup. Ray Liotta is just one of those men that always looks like he's wearing wearing eye makeup it is it seems very heavy in this one but um he's uh just going about his day talking about how chantix helped him stop smoking and then for some reason paul f Tompkins, he'll do this from time to time he just turned down the volume on his tv and he started talking for ray Liotta, <laughs> just talking about the things he's doing in his day to the listeners who haven't seen this commercial or haven't seen this parody of it it probably doesn't even mean anything but like i just i've been thinking I know about paul lately we probably have so i'm just gonna play it again it's a minute long and then we'll move on I'm Ray, and I quit smoking with Chantix. I'm known for being a tough guy, but cigarettes was tougher than me because uh, one time a cigarette pushed me down the stairs and blamed it on an owl. Um, another time I got carjacked by a corncob pipe. One time they had a new pope and the smoke flew out of the chimney and attacked my crema. I don't know about smoking anymore because I took the non-smoking pill. It came in an envelope shaped like paper. And I looked at it and said, I'm done smoking high. I read He's just responding like somebody hands him a sheaf of paper, like an envelope full of papers. And then he like waves to somebody Ray Liotta does. So that's why Paul says hi. And more about not smoking. And it turned out I wasn't doing it no more. I got right in my car, sat there for a while. Then I went on a picnic with a lady. We walked on a fence. A dog tried to attack me. He was made of smoke. But I petted him and he's my friend now. So uh, thanks, anti-smoking. I put anti-smoking pills on my salad. Uh, I'm a happy guy. That's my thanks favorite part. Whenever I think of Chantix now, I think of I put the pill on my salad. Okay. Uh, thank you for letting me do that. It's That's the holidays. Right. Um, number eight, spend more time with family and friends is a popular New Year's well, this resolution. Was a little, this one's a little challenging to come up with a um, a commercial that offers this or, or sells this in earnest. Um, but I like this Quest chat line. It's not the bowling commercial. <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. We could have revisited the Bowling uh, Association of America commercial. For some reason, surprise your long-lost son yes, at a bowling at alley. At a bowling alley. Yeah. But this is a way to make new friends and then spend more time with them. Okay. And also more money on them. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Just look at got a very attractive... <laughs> uh, blonde woman sitting in a chair well like very attractive or very made up she looked well i shouldn't get in the business of probably describing She's an women. Attractive yeah. Woman. yeah yes okay um kind of but has this very la very skinny blonde lady vibe yeah. right is, is she you know is she a-list no i guess not <laughs> okay sorry I didn't. again i i don't need to get into that business Jesus. I have a ton of followers on social media, but to be honest, I don't feel like they truly know the real me. Sure, I love the likes, but 
More meaningful relationships would be nice too. A friend of mine told me about Quest, and I love it. Real connections with real people. Plus, it's free to try. Now, she said real people, but the screen said real local singles. Yeah. I'd like to point that out. She said real people. The screen said something else. I don't know else. how these kind of chat lines get away with their dodges <laughs> and their prevarications about what constitutes a real connection. Okay, let's finish this up because I do have a lot of questions, too. I give Quest a thumbs up, a heart, and a great big like. So when we were growing up, we had or we were adverts, we saw advertisements for like phone sex lines, yes. right? Call this number, the 1-900 number, and I guess the thing is they will talk dirty to you on the yes. other end. I never called them as far as you know. Um, and now it's the modern era, so it's like you can sext with somebody, I guess. Is that basically what this is there are phone numbers there so is it just the same thing only uh, yeah although i guess that's how texts works too grandma yeah Come on. <laughs> get with the times views um yeah i'm look i am both out of i'm out of my depth here in a lot of from a lot of angles i don't really know how this whole thing works or worked and i don't know what new technology is doing to this industry if she made it sound like she's talking to somebody and there's another one for, I think, for Quest, or maybe it's a different one, where it's very explicit. It's about your fantasies, because they have the same actress dress mm. up as a nurse, a Swedish, you know. If your fantasy is to get in the healthcare industry? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like all the sort of like, you know, generic, sexy, sexy costumes for Halloween. Um, which to me, like, is that something you would you could do over text? I don't know. But also, I don't know what you can do over text. Well, I'm on the website now because right. these are the cookies that I want on my computer. Sure. And speaking of cookies, it does know where I'm dialing in from because <laughs> yeah. it's a 206 number and it says chat with local singles in Seattle. And then here, talk to singles in Seattle. Um, it's, but it's weird because it says chat but it's a phone number and it's called a chat line so i'm guessing it is not like and again she's never shown so talking here, here's to the somebody. description of how, how you operate this thing oh, simply yeah. call record a free voice greeting and you're ready to send and receive messages or talk live or talk live okay. on the quest chat line you can also browse member profiles from five distinct communities okay mm -hmm. that's good Sounds inclusive. Yeah. Um, discover <laughs> the nurse community. Yeah. The Swedish model community. Hopefully that's not what they mean. Um, discover why Quest Chat is the fastest growing hotspot to meet great singles today. Okay. So it does sound like, but this is more modern. It's not like. But I, it's all attractive white women pretty much in the like pantheon of women that you can connect with or singles, local singles that you can connect with. Isn't this with. all the same? Oh, I see some more if profiles you, if you, there. If you scroll down, there's like. A bunch of people. Oh, no, there's some men there. Yeah, yeah, and people right. of color. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's changed here, if I can just, like, say it uh, head on, is, I mean, I guess you still have the opportunity to talk live if this is to be believed. But I guess in the modern age, people like sending photos, right? right. And so that, but I, I wonder if you receive photos or if this is a way for you. I don't know why men are so compelled to take photos of their body parts and send them, why that does so much for them, but it does. So I'm assuming that this is a it. way of doing it. Victimless, so. victimless sexting. Okay. Do you know how to bookmark things? 
Okay, there. Um, all right, number. I love that. That's a good pick for spend more time with family and friends. By the way, well done. Uh, travel more. Well, well, let's see. Travel is a tricky one these days because um, no one's doing it, but everybody on the travel industry is hurting. Um, no one, perhaps more so than South Dakota. Oh, um, South Dakota. You might have uh, that name might be familiar to you because it is the number two state in the nation for new COVID cases per capita. Oh, that South Dakota. Yes, the only state that is worse per capita is North Dakota. <laughs> so are you know, I think they should make their slogan like the Dakota with the fewest <laughs> per capita COVID cases. We're not that Dakota. We're not that Dakota. I like it, yeah. Anyway, this one really wants you to come to South Dakota as a tourist, and they really I mean there is a lot of wide open space in South Dakota, yeah. and that's really the pitch here. Right now, we're looking forward. Forward to less distancing and more experiencing. To new roads. Less distancing? New and yet all they're showing is huge wide open And new spaces. memories with people we've missed. Right here in South Dakota's... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Including hold on. a person in a hot air balloon. They're showing people like... Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> So less distancing. What? Yeah. And what? First of all, what what they're saying doesn't make sense. No. But also, it doesn't match what we're seeing. What we're seeing is a perfect vacation for small nuclear families that want to yes. social I distance while on vacation. This is very weird because it's all these people in wide open spaces. It couldn't be more distant. Being socially distant. And in the, in the one case, they show what is clearly like just, it looks like um, a dad, a mom, and their toddler, and they're alone taking in the view. But this the, the, the script here is, we're sick of social distancing. And uh, what did they say in that part? It's like seeing people we haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen in a long time. I know. I think my suspicion is that the copy here is is signaling at red staters. Wow. That like things will be open. New adventures and new memories with people we've missed. Right here. Did you miss your toddler? Where were you? Wide open spaces. Left them in North Dakota. Places are waiting. They show uh, Mount Rushmore. Explore them responsibly. Yeah. TravelSouthDakota.com slash COVID is the address they give out there, though. Um, do you have another honorable mention here? Or do you want to save that for another show? No, let's just do it because I love this guy. We okay. all know the, the Travago uh, spokes guy. Yeah, a little, uh, little, a little, lot handsome and a little bit um, disheveled. disheveled. He's yeah. disheveled. Yeah, disheveled. Disheveled. Um, this is uh, the sir disheveled, disheveled uh, Travago guy. And I actually thought this was like a COVID times ad, like get back to going to hotels. Yeah, that's what I thought too, because it's been a while. Because it's been the, a while, yeah. and like that's the co- the copy is very much about that. But there are no masks in this. And when I looked at the um, uh, the year that the last year that it aired, it aired in 2017. Yeah, so it's just a sort of an overlap with with that by coincidence. But I thought the copy on this was funny. When's the last time you slept on a king-size bed with so many pillows? When's the last time someone made you an omelet, pancakes, muffins, and sausage for breakfast? When's the last time you stole shampoo? <laughs> we see him in the shower and he's just like pocketing a big thing a of shampoo. A really fancy big thing of shampoo. From the uh, fancy uh, hotel there advocating. Do you think the hotel's like that? They do. They know that you take they the do. shampoo. They, they <laughs> factored that in. an awkward pause so that you can really reflect on it. Yeah. 
So we're revisiting all of the scenes, him laying on the bed, him in the shower, him in front of all of this food eating, and he's just staring intensely at the camera during an awkward pause so we can reflect on it. I will now create an awkward pause so that you can really reflect on it. It's been a while, huh? Visit Trivago to find your ideal hotel for the best price. Wow, that it's been a while, huh? I thought for sure when I watched this earlier, I thought for sure that was a COVID commercial. Yeah, no, it's just old. Okay, drum roll, please. The number 10 (laughs) most popular New Year's resolution is read more. Read more. Read more books, I assume. Or magazine articles. Yeah, or or just street signs. Or street signs. Or, or te- street or signs. Sexts. Or sexts. Or sexts. Do you have to read those? Yeah, I guess you read some of some them. Some of them. Um, I like. I thought it was an audio. I thought it was a text and visual medium. I like the picture sects. <laughs> uh, <laughs> am... Sex dirty to me. <laughs> okay, so uh, interesting. It's read more, but you picked something here that isn't really reading, but listening to books. I think it's uh, adjacent, and it really speaks to the fact that people feel like they don't have time to read. This is for Audible, which I have never used. I am a person who loves to read and never feel, I have never felt like I didn't mm-hmm. have time to read. Like it's just something that, um, you know, is, it's, it's all, it's been a lifelong pleasure for me and I don't, I just never have like not been able to make time to read. If uh, folks are looking for a good um, audiobook service but don't want to, you know, because Audible is basically Amazon and they have a lot of customers already. I would check out Libro FM. It yeah. is a um, Libro.fm, I think is the website, but Libro is what you call it. And they are an audiobook company, I think based here in Seattle. And I believe listeners of TBTL or one-time listeners of TBTL, but um, it's quite the service now and they've developed quite a name for themselves because you can get books through their service and you're supporting a small company, but you can also choose what local bookstore you want part of those proceeds to go to. So for example, we have like, is it Magnus Books? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a local bookshop for us. We can say, yes, I want to download the audio book of Michelle Obama's book and I want part of the money of this purchase to go to my favorite bookstore oh that's smart that is cool isn't it it's a really good service yeah i'm happy to give them a free plug yeah um i do think this audible ad is is really a compelling and and appealing you've got a bunch of people just kind of telling you why it works for them and why they like it uh, in all kinds of different settings Uh, a guy standing in front of a picturesque barn door a couple kind of sitting in what looked like um like the stands of a stadium or or a uh, some kind of arena Uh, just various people explain a woman on an airplane Audible is my my road trip companion. It's kind of my quiet alone time. Audible is a is a routine for me. It's like a fun night school for adults. I could easily be seduced into locking myself in a place where I do nothing but listen to books. <laughs> I never was interested in historical fiction before, but I'm obsessed with it now. There are a lot of like classic and big titles that I I feel like I've missed out. Since I don't have time to read, man, might as well listen. If I want to, ca- if you don't have time to read, why do you have time to hang out in an empty football field? <laughs> like, what is he doing? He's just hanging out in an empty football field. You could be there for some reason. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, allow you to be reading. He sees himself as the Baker Mayfield of this football field. He thinks uh, it's he, his home. He thinks he lives there. <laughs> he thinks it's home. Well, listen. If I want to catch up on the news, or history, or learn what's going on in the world, I can download a book and listen to it. 
I think it's because funny to imagine catching up on history. I need to. I made the decision to go ahead and follow my own dream, which was to help other veterans. I think there's like 180 books in my, in my library now. It changes your perspective. It makes you a different person. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> to start your free 30-day trial, just text LISTEN13 to 500-500. It is compelling. The woman um, who says, I wasn't into historical fiction before, but now I am, that wouldn't apply to me so much. But the idea of, like, for me, it's appealing to listen to nonfiction books on tape, whereas mm-hmm. I'm not usually a nonfiction reader. I happen to be reading a nonfiction book right now. But for the most part, I like to read fiction. I like to read things that are like real page turners, really plot driven, you know. Um, it doesn't always have to be cheap crime stuff, but I like I like that narrative arc. Um, and so it's harder for me to get into some like essays and just nonfiction stuff. But books on tape, it's different because it feels like a podcast. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I think that they do make some compelling arguments there. But if you're committed to reading uh, the written word on the page, who better to sell it to you than author James Patterson, oh, who famously Patterson. advertises his own books uh, through these commercials that he makes. Yes. This one is especially bonkers and hilarious because he's doing a focus group with people who... I guess have been chosen because they say they don't read James Patterson. And then he personally interviews them about whether they liked it. And it's so hilarious to me. Like, of course they're going to say nice things to him. No one has the balls to be like, um, yeah, I thought it was as bad as all your other books that I didn't read. <laughs> well, here's the thing about this commercial. You'll hear, like you said, you're, you're seeing him like kind of talk to people who were in some focus group. And he introduces it by saying, so you don't usually read my books. I, this What I'm going to say is really snobby. And I'm judging people based on how they look. And, and it's not good. What I'm about to say is not good. But it's honest. And, I, and, that's, and that's what I promised you. Um I expected them to be more like highbrow people. Like I said, it was like James Patterson, like, oh, you don't usually read my books. And I thought it was going to be a bunch of people who like sort of seem like they're too good for him. Right. These people don't seem These like they're too good for him. These people do not seem like they're too good for him. Um, by the way, James Patterson of one of my favorite ATM drops, by the way. How you say murder, sex, murder, sex, tray ball. <laughs> That's from a different commercial a long time ago. Let's listen to this one. Now. You guys don't read my books usually. What do you think the text is outlaw? Hard to put down. And I will say the very first person they show when he says, you don't usually read my books. And we see a woman who's like kind of smartly dressed mm-hmm. and sophisticated. And she's like nodding her head like, right. yeah, no, you, I you don't. Damn, you're damn right. I don't read your books. But then it, uh, I feel like the... Um, uh, quality of reader dips after that. You guys don't read my books usually. What do you think of Texas Outlaw? Hard to put down. Five stars, no question. It really pulled you in. There were so many different twists and turns. Good pace, good plot. Everything ripped you page by page. I love the book. Read James Patterson's Texas Outlaw. Quite notably, the woman that you identified as looking like she was, quote, too good to for reading James Panders. Patterson never quoted. Never gets all she quote. does. All we see is she's all thinks she's the only person of color. Maybe there's a woman who's native in there, but this is a black woman. She uh, looks very sophisticated. When he says, "You don't usually read my books," she's nodding along like that's <laughs> correct. And then that's all she does. She we never see her again. She never goes like, "But I like this one." Yeah, right. I suspect she was like. Yes, and my compa- my opinion was confirmed, <laughs> and you are a schlock writer. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes 
of my mind. I want to say, I am not um, a book snob at all, by the way. I, I have never read James Patterson. There's a chance that I would really like it, that it would be a good page-turner for vacation. Like, I read all kinds of, like, you know, noir-y kind of crap, so... I've never read any James Patterson. I've read some books of what I would say are equivalent quality when mm-hmm. I'm especially if it's something like where I'm stuck at a resort or something and I'm I'm reading books from the resort bookshelf or library or whatever you know sometimes that's that's often where you'll find that kind of like those those very uh, many like writers who do crime novels that are just like they have a million of them and they all like a you know they all start with the different letter of the mm-hmm. alphabet or whatever whatever well i'm sort of i mean that's and, why and they're terrible yeah. yeah i mean some are and some aren't i got to say like i i was reading um or I kind of still am, but like this summer I read like five of the Walter Mosley books. Yeah. I start with Devil in a Blue Dress and like the first five or six of his series. They all follow this. Um, this particular series follows a detective named Easy Rollins and all the books have a color in their name like Devil yeah. in a Blue Dress, Red Murder. I, I can't remember them all. But, you know, I, I like those. They're definitely not high art, but I think that they're pretty well written and good. Like, do you think that James Patterson, do you think if I picked up a James Patterson, I'd be like, oof. You know, I shouldn't speak to it because I have never read one yeah. of his. But having read things that I would say are um, on par with with his work, I don't. I find the writing to be distractingly bad. Yeah, see, and I'm not yeah. saying they can't that a person can't enjoy them. I think a person can enjoy. I've never read Fifty Shades. I think you can enjoy Fifty Shades and still recognize that the writing is terrible. Um, I read I've read enough to know that the writing is terrible. I couldn't get past that. Mm-hmm. Lots of people can, and it's just a personal thing. It's not it's not an indictment of anyone's character, but like some writing is just so bad that I cannot read a book. And I think I suspect that I would probably put Patterson stuff in that category. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, I started the email music, and then we never talked about email, so I'm going to start it again. <laughs> Reset. Reset. We can cut all that up. I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Okay, you know, because we are so long today with the length of this podcast, let me just read one of these and we'll save the next for next week. Um, We got a note from Nate in Tacoma who says, if you've already talked about this one on your show, forgive me. I'm behind several episodes and catching up. I'm halfway through the election night special now. Don't tell me who wins. I didn't know we did. Did we do an election special? I didn't remember Well, we that. definitely recorded on election night, right? Oh, uh, right. That's right. So we did something, I think, non-political. But anyway, um, uh, this commercial made my wife laugh out loud when she saw it during the Seahawks game, says Nate in Tacoma. And let me tell you, she's a tough nut to crack. I'm really glad that Nate sent this in. I saw one of these commercials, too. There's two of them, and they're for a a service called Shipt, S-H-I-P-T. And it's like, you know, one of those kind of disruptory startup things for buying things at the the very last minute, I think. You can get deliveries made of just, like, very mundane household things. Right. You forgot the milk, so. Right. Exactly. But what they're doing, they have other commercials, actually some pretty clever commercials in their um, in their past, but these are two very short, 15-second, very simple commercials where they just take a still photograph. Uh, like this one here is a family of four, uh, uh, a young man and a young woman and their two toddlers. Uh, just like it's a, it's a 
Christmas your holiday photo. They're in front of a Christmas tree, and there's no movement. The camera just zooms in on their faces while yeah. they have this conversation. It is it's bizarre, but it's effective. Did you get the flour? Check. Sugar. Check. Check. Organic unsalted butter. Organic unsalted butter. And I guess the comedy is kind of lost here, but it's like they just zoom in on this photo and. You because it's an awkward moment, somehow he seems awkward in this moment, even though it's just the same photograph. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it, it reminds me a little bit of a less complicated version of that um, Miller Lite ad where the cardboard cutout fan in the stadium uh, keeps on reacting to things around him without ever changing his face. Yeah, this is a smart, uh, like technique they're using and i think in this case it's definitely supposed to be like a you know one of those family oh. holiday brag rag or, or yeah or there's, a, there's an element of they're not unattractive people and they don't look particularly terrible but there is a certain quality of awkward family photos yes 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 organic unsalted butter organic unsalted butter oh me yeah no i did not get the butter and then ship shoppers deliver last minute groceries even the day of now, here's one thing that I didn't even realize, and this is probably me just not being culturally literate at all, but when I'm looking at this on the website, uh, they make a big deal that that's um, Last Christmas by Wham! that we hear at the end there, but it's like, you you did not spend a lot of money on this commercial at all. It's a still photograph. Frankly, one of the things I find charming about it is kind of how bad the guy's voice acting is. Even as a voice <laughs> actor, it's not that great. Sorry, yeah. buddy, uh, but I like the commercial. You, you spared... Every expense, but then you paid for Last Christmas by Wham! only to play that little tiny bit of it at the end? And is it a cover? Or no, is that how it starts? It must be some part of the song. It's it's credited to yeah, them. Yeah, what a unless strange this is a real... decision. Maybe Last Christmas isn't that expensive. Yeah, maybe. There's another maybe one. Maybe if you use less than five seconds of it, it's a real steal. Here's the deal. I do find these slight... There's one more of these, and this one you have a couple, and they are sitting in front of, again, it's Christmas-themed. They're sitting in front of a, a, a very cozy-looking fireplace. They're holding two mugs of, I assume, cocoa, and it's just a still photograph while this conversation goes down. Can you believe all of our shipments are delayed? How much longer will they be? It didn't say. Man, it feels like we're just frozen in time. Well, honey, we are. Again, funny and cute, and I like the low, uh, kind of lowbrow quality of these, but the thing is, I just feel like it's missing a little bit of a through-line joke. For example, like, if they were all awkward family photos, that'd be one thing. This was just this an attractive... like a stock co- photo. Yeah, this is... Or really lean into the awkward stock photos. Yeah. You know, that's a whole online thing. Or right. Take- I'm, su- I'm surprised that more hasn't been done. We were talking about this the other day, that more hasn't been done with commercials and the memification of stock photos. This is you and I were having that conversation off air when this commercial came on. Yeah. And it was the first time I saw it and I said like it would be funny like or if you took memes. And I don't know if it's a pain to like track down the rights of certain memes, but like if you took the the stock photo meme of the guy walking with his girlfriend looking over his shoulder right. at the other woman and like have those three people zoom in on that and have those three people have a conversation like the these commercials they're going for something but it's unclear exactly what it is. I wish it could come into focus a little bit more you know yeah I agree it feels a little disorganized but I like the idea 
Um, Nate in Tacoma said, also, this seems like a good example of how to creatively and safely make an effective commercial during the COVID-19 area era, uh, probably pretty inexpensive too. You know, and of course, until he said that, I wasn't thinking explicitly oh, really? yeah, of no, that I was, either. But that, yeah, that struck me course. as, as yeah. one of the reasons. But anyway, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, great. Great to hear from you, uh, Nate in Tacoma. Also, I had said at the top of the show, we'd hear from some uh, new listeners who are digging back in the archives. We will save that for next week. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I was exhausted when we started this show. I've had some really long days. And I said, we'll make it a short one today. And we went like a third <laughs> longer than we usually do. But I had fun. Uh, well, so did I. And uh, this is a great idea that I think you had. So thanks for... Uh, Just being the brains behind this operation? Being the brains, oh, yes. Always. Oh, man, if I am the brains behind any organization, you need a new organization. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. Uh, hey, everybody, call our voicemail line and leave us a jingle. We'll be doing. Uh, we'll be recording our next show a little bit earlier in the week, and I'd love to uh, pack that show full of voicemail jingles from you guys. 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. Nine seven. Don't think about it. Just call it right yep, now. Just call it. Just call. Don't think. Your, like I do the your podcast. voice is great, and you can absolutely sing that jingle. Um, alternatively, you can email us at after these messages show at gmail or visit us on the Facebook group. All right, everybody. Talk to you next Tuesday. You can sell anything. You can sell anything.